what it is. You know what it is. Coming to you live with a whole lot of connection, attention, and purpose. Dr. Nash, Dr. Nash, Dr. Gates, man. This is a good fire podcast. What's up, Gates? What's up, buddy, man? What a year 2021 was. I gotta say, I'm I'm really hyped for 2022. Not because like to put 2021 in the dust or anything, but just like excitement for what I'm we're gonna do in 2022. You know what I mean? Totally. Like I feel like a lot of people are like, "Yes, 2021's over," and I'm like, "Man, 2021 was like there are parts about it that sucked, parts about it that were good, but then more than anything, I'm just excited for what 2022 is about to bring. For sure, we're bringing some heat, some fire. Oh yeah, Dude. sauce. Sauce, we're we're bringing uh, you know, we're not pulling any punches. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> absolutely not. Not not that we pulled punches in twenty twenty one, but you know, it's just like we're we're generating momentum, and mm-hmm. you know that momentum, man. Once you get it, don't let go of it. Yep. You just keep yep. you just keep on pushing harder and harder, <clears throat> and letting them momentum keep carrying, keep carrying you into the future. So yep. yeah, I feel that, bro. That really resonates with me. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's um, that's something that I think, you know, I don't know. Dr. Flynn always says, be content, but never satisfied, mm. you know, and I feel like content with where 2021 was, but I'm not satisfied. And that's where 2022 comes in. So sure. I'm look, I'm definitely looking forward to it, man. Yeah, dude. But to, not- today, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, nah, no. <laughs> today. We're going to be talking about our 75 hard experience, right? Um, if you've been listening to the Good Fires podcast, we talked about 75 hard, I feel like at least half the episode so far. Probably. <laughs> That'd be a safe um, estimate. Safe estimate. And if you are unaware with what 75 hard is, um, it is a program designed by Andy Frisella owner and creator of first form if you don't know what he who he is google it lots of good information lots of good stuff that he puts out just a phenomenal dude that is driven uh lots of fire and he essentially put this thing together that uh he wanted to work on his discipline he was 350 pounds grew this company but he knew there was some left in the tank and he essentially created this out of something that he wanted to do, um, a need that he felt like he needed met in his own life. And so he put together this program. And what it is, is a 75 straight days of, um, there's a couple of daily rules, okay? You got to follow a diet. And when, when I say that, it's, it's pretty much any diet you want to pick. Like, for instance, I had a, a cut, a deficit on mine diet and Nash, you, what is it? Excess, I guess you could say. Yeah. I was at a how, how caloric surplus. Surplus. Better way of putting it. Cause excess sounds like you just dove into everything. <laughs> no. Um, and we'll get into the specific specifics of more of what we had too, in just a minute, but follow a diet. You'd have two 45 minute workouts and one had to be outside. Okay. No alcohol or cheat meals. You have to take a progress picture every single day one gallon of water every single day, and then 10 pages of reading every single day of a self-development book. And if you fail on any one of those objectives, you go back to day one. So for many of you, um, you obviously are probably like, dang, that is difficult. If you know 
what it entails. And it is difficult. But Nash, first of all, congrats, man. First time through, first round beat. I'm proud of you, buddy, because not everybody does that. Um, you you officially are in the club of first timers. <laughs> well, thanks, man. You know, you definitely pushed me to, you know, uh, get off my ass and, and get after it, you know, because it's, it's really easy to procrastinate, especially on something like 75 Hard. Like, ah, well, you know, I've got this and this coming up. I'll just do it after yep. when it's easier. And it's never easier. That's the ultimate message. <laughs> you always got something. Yep. Bro, I got to say it while I'm thinking about it because it always just absolutely cracks me the fuck up. Uh, when Andy, uh, I think it's on episode 18 when he's talking about 75 hard and uh, he's talking about the reading. He's like, This isn't Harry Potter time, this is learn new stuff time. And dude, I, I, that is like on a loop in my head all the time. And every time I like either like explain the program to somebody or I hear somebody else explain it, I just always hear him saying, This is not Harry Potter time. <laughs> learn new stuff time and that, that's learn new i'm stuff sorry time. i've got the mind of an 11 year old at times no so i like I, that uh, it's a good yeah, man. Thumb. Not, that 75 hard is not harry potter time learn new, stuff learn, time. New, learn new stuff time and that is a fact man oh yeah man. So, so, uh, so you you got when did you finish yours uh december 18th 18th cool and then i finished mine october 31st halloween um, Ooh, and I know I, I said that I wasn't going to talk about mission trip on this, but I do have one parallel that was kind of wild on the mission oh, trip. Yeah. Yeah. So I told you how my, one of my teammates from that I played ball with an undergrad, we went through 75 hard together at the same day, same finish time. And then on the mission trip, I met up, you know, obviously we had students all over Parker, Palmer, Florida life. And uh, there's a student from life that literally finished on the same day I did. Hey, no, that's wild. I thought it was wild too. I thought that was crazy. December eighteenth. Apparently, a good day, time to, to get day started of was, uh, reckoning. November or October first. <laughs> what days did you go through? Because I know we. I want to touch back on your point of like, there's no easy time. You went through like holidays. I went yeah. through Halloween. Well, and like your birthday too. Yeah, Halloween, birthday, Thanksgiving. Uh, you then, had something else. Uh. Halloween, birthday, Thanksgiving. There was something else I, mean, I remember being. It probably was. I don't know. But Thanksgiving is hard. I mean, guys, have you ever followed Multiple a diet Thanksgiving. on Thanksgiving? Have you ever followed a diet on Thanksgiving before in your entire life? I've never life? done a diet before in my life. I haven't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that was so, the first for me. There's never going to be an op, uh, a more opportune time. And it's Chantel's birthday, Halloween, for my second round. This is my second time going through. My first time through, I did Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, wow. And her birthday. Yeah, it was not not easy. Not easy. While finishing up at school there. So, um, guys, we wanted to share a little bit about about our experiences, what we learned. Um, I think one thing that just top of mind that I wanted to touch on, too, was... um, the fact that you can check all those things off the list and go through the motions or you can continually push yourself. And one of the things that Andy talks about is quieting uh, your bitch voice and exemplifying your boss voice, right? And I think a lot of times when you have that little voice inside of your head that says, you don't need to do this, 
who cares? Nobody will see if you eat one chocolate chip or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole point about this this uh, goal is not to just check things off the list, but to become a new individual, new development, right? And as my second time through, I felt like I was able to even push myself even more than my first time through. Because my first time through, it was like, okay, you know, new experience, didn't know how I was going to do with it, different different portions of school and everything like that, but, um, you know, made it through it. And I, I, I wouldn't say that I was as intentional as I was this time. Does that mean I slacked off in the first time? No, but but this time I felt like I was just way more intentional with what I was doing. And it honestly made it easier than my first time through. You know what I mean? When I was like, you just get committed. You just get on another level of self-discipline that it's like, this is who I am. You know, yeah. this is what we do. It, it becomes so ingrained. And I think we talked about that where it was like at the end of 75, it's like, dude, I don't even know what it's going to be like. Not like not reading 10 pages. That's going to be weird. It's going to feel weird. Sure. To so I wondered if you could touch on your diet a little bit. Um, yeah. Real quick too, before we kind of dive into some of the mental thoughts t-h-o-t-s and everything like that that we went through yeah so my diet uh like i said this is my first time even like doing like a a, a diet ever like i've never really yeah. done like a i mean I, I played basketball played football ran track didn't wrestle so like i feel like wrestling is one of the few sports that like require some sort of like potential diet adherence mm-hmm. um so i've never <laughs> really done anything you know i mean i'm 28 right. so i don't really need to like I've been active my whole life, so I never really was, like, worried about losing weight or hitting a number on the scale, because to me, that's always, like, it's just a number. It doesn't reflect right. anything. Right. But it being a component of the 75 Hard program, uh, it was new territory for me. So um, right. I wanted to get, I wanted to gain weight. So uh, my diet is essentially, I chose to do no added sugar or no sugar substitutes. So no like xylitol, no like sugar alcohols, like those. Yep. That's, you know, you read some shit. It's like, oh, zero grams added sugar. But you read the label, <laughs> it's like, no, but you got sugar alcohols in there, right? Which, what's the difference? It's probably worse for you than a real natural sugar, probably. Um, so that's what I did. and But at the same time, I was trying to gain weight. So still trying to have a caloric surplus without having added sugar. And my mind was a good way that I could like push my body, but also, um, you know, if I'm going to be lifting a, a ton of weight, you know, uh, I can gain some good weight and not just add like, you know, just out of caloric surplus. It's kind of easy to gain weight if you're lifting weights, but like, I wanted it to be like quality, quality weight that I gained. So that's right. what I did. Um, was challenging. Cause honestly I used the, uh, my transformation app to kind of, uh, get a good gauge on like what my expenditure was versus like what I was putting in. And I thought I had had it down pretty good, but after the first two, two and a half weeks, uh, I wasn't weighing myself every single day. Cause you know, it's kind of a counterproductive and B it's like, right. you know, your weight fluctuates, you know, but I got on there and I'm like, Oh shit, I lost like five pounds. So, <laughs> uh, wrong direction, but you, but know, you were still from, eating at a surplus though. Right. Well, I was technically, but I don't think my surplus was, or I don't know if it, my, uh, my resting metabolic rate was quite accurate on that pro on that app as it right. should be. Well, so I think they I don't really account for the two workouts on top of what you're already doing at work and stuff too. Right. 
Yeah. So I, I don't opinion. think I was true. I truly wasn't at a surplus in that phase. So um, what I ended up doing was I just basically, all right, so I'm going to just pack calories, like good calories into, in different ways. So um, I started getting grass head butter. So like whenever I'd like, you know, every morning after my first workout, I'd have a protein shake with uh, my breakfast. My breakfast would be like three eggs with like at least a tablespoon of butter with half an avocado on, you know, bread without sugar. And then some sort of like sausage with that, you know, that's probably at least probably getting close to 1200 plus calories just on like the breakfast alone, not the yeah. protein, the protein shake. So um, that's how I'd start my day. And from then on, I steadily gained weight. And at the end of the program, I'd gained about, I think it was seven pounds. So nice. um, my goal was 10, did hit the goal, but uh, I was you know, I was content, not satisfied with the weight that I'd gained. So, you know, with my intentions moving into this uh, second, second time around, um, I'm really looking to dial that, that in even more. Yeah. I think that's one thing that, you know, in terms of that makes another level up is that, that even that no sugar aspect, because I also should preface, sorry. Um, I did have a little bit with my peanut butter because I didn't have access to oh, you no said it sugar was two grams and butter. It was two grams and under. Um, but that was essentially the only thing I was like lying myself wiggle room on was that peanut butter because I, well, that, and I you said that, the, but you set that up before. I did. I did. It's not like I tweaked so it I as practice. I was going through. Right. 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 Um, but I did want to touch base on that. I did actually have that peanut butter in there because for right. calories for me, that's a big one. Right. So clarification purposes you set your you, whatever diet you set up initially you keep that so yeah um that was that's the important thing so for me i also did no sugar i did nothing though there's nothing that had it in there yeah um and i did a more like a recomp phase type of deal so i was at like 20 I want to say I was at 2,600 calories, maybe more like 24. I can't really quite remember. Um, and all whole, all whole food. Um, I'm even trying to remember what all I did because mine was more strict this time around because the first time I did it, and again, when I first did it, it was fairly new, right? So we didn't have like the book or like the, app. the podcast. Yeah, or like anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like the first time I did it, I just did macros and I didn't do no sugar in it. I mean, I wasn't eating crap either. Cause, um, in one of Andy's like podcasts, he's like, no, no junk food basically. Yeah. And I kind of adhered to that too. Like, I, okay. Even if I, you know, it, it still wasn't an option to eat some junk food for me. So, um, but I wasn't maybe as strict this time around i guess you could say so no sugar all whole food i don't i think i lost i want to say 15 pounds but i and i ended up losing more than i thought i was going to to be honest because for sure with the recomp style i was still lifting and maybe with part of that too was when because that's when i like 75 or three fourths of the way through, I jacked my wrist up, so I was kind of doing more cardio there at the end. Um, 
than lifting weights. So that might have something to do with it too. I don't know, but, um, but yeah, in, in a lot of people get caught up on the physical aspect, but the physical aspect is just a side byproduct. Definitely. Where we, where you really make your biggest difference, guys, the biggest bang for your buck is your mentality. You learn to quiet the little voice inside your head that makes you insecure, makes you slack off, procrastinate, have a lack of time management, a lack of integrity and um, honoring of your system. And it quiets that down. And it doesn't mean it goes away entirely because <laughs> Dr. Nash and I, we would go back and forth with some voice messages and be like, today was tough. You know, today was one of those days where I just wanted to kind of come out to play, but you, you've got to stifle it for the 75 days. Yeah, man. So you, you got a lot of grit, a lot of discipline. What was your hardest day? Would you say like number wise? Um, <clears throat> hardest day was probably, it was probably like 60 something. I don't remember the exact 60 Damn, number, yeah. but like getting towards the end, like, man, like I'm close, but at the same time, like, mm not that close that like you know it's like the two-week mark right and yeah. uh, um that that was kind of one of the sticky points whereas never was it like in my mind that i was ever gonna like drop out or anything but right at the same time like getting outside for that outdoor workout i'm like man fuck i don't want to do this you know <laughs> like because i was at the gym cold and rain. it's windy bro and like I played basketball one morning. I remember it was like a Friday. I played basketball on a Friday morning. And we we're driving home later that day. I'm like, all right, so I got to do my outdoor workout. And I already did cardio. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to do back-to-back -back cardio on Friday. Right. And uh, so I did an outdoor, like, lifting workout. And, uh, yeah, man, it was just like, it was a grind, you know. <laughs> like, I just drug out some kettlebells, brought some bands, and, uh got after it outside here i'm not lucky man I, and that's the other thing i had to give myself perspective on like dude my outdoor workouts i've got more at my disposal than 95 percent of people i bet that mm. i can do lift i can do some lifts outside you know like and not a lot of people can dude do if i was able to do lifts outside that would have been money yeah so um uh, i was you know that was probably like probably one of my stickier days um probably you know, Thanksgiving was a tough one though too, because yeah, I mean that was probably close to getting getting close to sixty. That uh, you know, you're hanging around family and whatnot. I mean, we got there and like, shit, man, dude, I was starving. And, uh, <laughs> I saw to do an outdoor workout and uh, oh, that's so worse like, when you're with family and you gotta do this outdoor workout. It honestly bro, sucks. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> and you know, I, that's why I like getting. The outdoor workout done early in the morning mm. um because you know once that's out of the way i mean for me anyway i'm just speaking from my own experience that if i can get the outdoor workout done early um that bitch voice like i can handle that inside all day every day like no problem yeah, it's way easier yeah because the last thing so, you want to do is go outside at freaking 10 p.m when it's getting dark and outside. like yeah, yeah. and There's you're a few freaking tired there's a few times we got back home into Ames, like 10 or 11, and I'm just like, having an outdoor workout, so, you know, about to go bust this thing out here at like 11 o'clock oh, at night. Man, dude. But, yeah, I you think... know, the mental, uh, the mental shift, right? Like, that's what you talked about, and that's, that's truly the, the, the biggest takeaway, is mm. 
that <clears throat> it's not even, I mean, it, it does come from a place of desire, but you know, that I'm not going to back down to this version of myself that wants to, to tap out. Right. I'm not going right. to let that, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie split. Have you seen the movie? Split? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to give the light to the little bitch voice inside my body that wants to take the light from the better version of me. You know, right. I'm not going to give that up just because this guy is, you know, stomping his feet, throwing a tantrum out there. Like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I like that mentality and that, that visualization because it's very like <clears throat> to throw the whole entire thing away, especially when you're really far in or just yeah. that momentary pleasure is like, I haven't done that. But when I think about it, I'm like, dang, that like kills me to think that, oh, I just like wanted to go to bed early like i couldn't fight through it the fact that like i set my mind to do it and i i i knew you you knew you gave up like you gave up yeah. if you weren't able to do that and like i think um the hardest times for me was in the beginning actually like the first like seven days dude i like i was dragging bro like i just could not get out of bed with like a whole lot of fire in me like where i was like excited to get to my outdoor workout and thank goodness for Marshall and him having to wake up. Cause like, dude, I had to wake up at 6am anyways. And I was like, yeah. what else am I going to do? So we, we walked, I think he, he did like 72 days, probably out of the 75 morning walk with me. So I was, awesome. so I'm like, man, kids starting off on the right foot. Are you getting 75 hard done? His diet yeah. was strip strictly breast milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, you know, I I think that was a really cool bonding experience, and I was just looking at the pictures from the beginning to him at the end, and I was like, dang, this kid literally like grew up in that time period. It was wild to see the differences in that moment, but um, those first couple of days, and even like the first half. The first half wasn't difficult, but I kept having dreams that I was eating cake or icing and like I would wake up in like a cold sweat be like, Frank, I, I lost it. I, like I, I gave in or something like that. Yeah. And when I, whenever I would wake up or like if I forgot something on the checklist or whatnot, whenever I would wake up, that is like, that's the moment where I had that failure realization, even though I didn't do it my heart still sank just as much. And I never wanted to feel that in actuality. So like I was dude, like, I'm making sure everything was checked off. I had like millions of alarms to make sure I didn't accidentally fall asleep. For sure. Um, That's really smart. Yeah. Cause there was just no chance, you know, but I don't know. You get to a different level of mentality and I think it's kind of hard and maybe you can do better job forming words, but it's hard to explain how much clearer your mind becomes and how much really you just become a whole new person an evolution yeah. of your yourself. And you really can't grasp it until you go through this process. So for everybody listening, like I, you just have to trust that it does happen. If you are anywhere stuck in the muck, feel like you're in a funky mood, feel like you have greater potential, feel like your discipline sucks. Like you do this, you will be a new person on the other end if you give it a hundred percent and pushing yourself to the limits. There, there's no doubt about it in my mind. It's not like one of those programs where I'm like, it might work for so and so, or it might work for somebody else better than another person. But no, if you do it how you're supposed to, 
it'll work for every single person. For sure, dude. You know, there's a, I think it was Tony Robbins. Uh, let's listen to an audiobook of his. And in it, he talks about, you know, there's no, there's no good outcome, bad outcome. There's just results. Right. right? And the results that you, you know, put the work in for are the results, you know, are going to show itself on the back end. Mm -hmm. Give me one quick second. Yeah. And uh, now that being said, I listened to I'm like, damn, like that's actually really good shit because, you know, it's really easy to be like, well, you know, like, you know, bad luck on this, you know, kind of gave me this. uh, I just didn't get that, that, you know, that, you know, result that I was looking for. I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. Um, what work did you put in to get that result, right? Because that's the only thing that there is to show for it is the right. work that you put in to get the results. So uh, I think that this really kind of trains your, you know, reprograms how you look at getting results. Mm. And you got to do it on a micro scale every single day and little things to get the result of completing the daily task and just right. one thing at a time. I don't think it's a situation most people ever, you know, unless you grow up playing, you know, I guess from my background, having like a a strict athletic coach or something like that, where you, there's no like, there's no compromise to doing the things. And that usually is what leads to be having a successful team, right? Is like doing the little things, every little thing, right? Mm -hmm. Putting the weights back, you know, spitting the weights so you can read them, you know, like little things like that. Um, that was that was the way that our program was run and like it might not be a big deal to you know read 10 pages every day but when you do that consistently like that you're just starting to become wired differently how you do little things is how you do everything mm-hmm. and uh you know it's and it is like uh he, he and he talks about it, it being like a a diminishable trait that you learn to like flip that switch but to like to get shit done to like literally like um it's something that i'm i'm working on maintaining it's just like you know, i'm giving myself tasks every day that like i'm gonna like knock those tasks mm-hmm. out you know even if it's like oh man like i can go do and take a nap nope like i'm just gonna get that shit done and it's right something that i don't you know and our our background getting to chiropractic school you do kind of have to pick that up at some point or the other just to literally get shit done but I'd say generally for most people, um, outside of that, once you're done, like you don't, you don't really have anything that's pushing you to necessarily live that way yeah. or you never really had that done happen before in your life. Yeah. Um, that's just kind of what I was, uh, thinking about as you were talking about, uh, that shift that, that happens as you ha- have that mental change through the process. Kind of even in that same point what I always tried to do is like actively sought ways to make it harder for sure. You know? And when you're able to do that, like if, if I'm out, um, if I'm out walking and stuff, or if I'm in the rain or something like that, I'm like, how could I make this more difficult? Well, be more difficult if I ran or it'd be more difficult if I, you know, did a B or C what it could be something super little, like one more set or, you know, one more rep in my lifts or whatnot. So, and I think, like you said, like, it's just how you design your pro your, your, your inner program to be run. Where's your bar set at, right? Like it's going to be, if you want the highest level of results, you got to set your bar to the highest level of 
um, what you're trying to achieve. And, you know, you get to this new type of threshold afterwards where you're just, like you said, you can just turn that on way, way easier. You got to get stuff done and you go after it. You don't just wait for it, you know? So it helps you to kind of put that thing together. I think that's one thing that makes Andy so successful is that, I mean, like, I mean, that dude's always doing 75 hard. Like, I think it's just like part of his daily routine now. It's not for 75 days. It's just like his Man, life live hard, but like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's his full live hard program. So well, more than that though. In, in what he does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that dude's, yeah. It's inspiring. I mean, dude's doing He's doing it the day of shoulder surgery. For He's sure. out, there, out there doing his 75 hard, live hard program. So I don't know, man. Like, I think, um, is it, how many books did you get through? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was eight or nine. Is there anything in those eight or nine books that you can think back to that, like, specifically helped you, whether it's like a quote or? Well, honestly, like overall, The Alchemist is a really just like awesome book. Right. Just right. with like um, realizing your personal legend, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I've always heard it, but in the past, it's all like there's always darkest before the dawn, or you feel the most resistance right before you break through. And it's kind of a similar concept in that book that like up until the very end, like he, you know, didn't, you know, he's trying to learn alchemy, right? Yeah. And, uh, trying to figure out like how to find his treasure right and he has all these detours where he's you know ready to turn back ready to go down this other path and like um you know he eventually you know trusts you know his you know his legend essentially to to guide him to where he needs to be right right Um, so that book for me it had a lot of good parallels as just as i was reading through it i don't have any specific portion out of it that i can pull from my from my brain at the moment but that one yeah. was really good um the four agreements by don miguel ruiz was a really 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 good one um just like things like being impeccable with your word right mm-hmm. you know um things like that's truly a component of 70 cut hard is like if you say you're going to do something you do it yeah you know and that, not, that not trying something. 75 hard you're doing it no exactly and uh going moving in through your life with intentions uh and setting intentions with your words are a, a big deal that we live in a day and age where it's very easy to go back on those things or you know mm-hmm. words are are painted in this light that they don't mean mean much that they don't hold much value right but you know they truly it truly is magic what words can do for somebody or to somebody and for yourself and I so, think that's part of like creating your own personal legend is realizing your capacity with that too. Yeah, yeah, it is. 100%. You, you learn how your your personal legend is shaped by the words and the questions you ask yourself. Are you asking yourself the proper questions to get to the next level and pushing yourself through where you want to be, or are you just kind of going about life just willy nilly, like like ninety nine percent of the other individuals? Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of like being a being a a thermostat and not being a thermometer. Mm. You know, like you're setting the tone for what the temperature is going to be. Not yeah. letting, you're not letting the room set the set the, set the tone or Absolutely. or whatever. 
So absolutely. Um, those were those were the two ones that like stuck out to me. That I'm like, you know, they've been on my uh, list for a while, and I'm happy that I got them read because they are books that I'll read again and again. That I'll I'll find them right. in them every single time. Yeah, definitely, I can agree with that. I think the similar to the Alchemist, but I read Lasting Purpose by Sid mm. E. Williams. Um, just an overall good book, but he discusses this like I I like it when he, he talks about this story because in his in when he was in chiropractic school, right? He's sharing about how he was a salesman to um build money for his tuition and whatnot, right? He started selling, I don't remember what he was selling first, but it just was not going well. And his wife was selling like pots and pans. And so he kind of transitioned into selling that. And he basically talked about how he would do all the right things. Like he'd read the script, he'd say what he's supposed to say, like go through all this process. But, and people would even sign for it. But then afterwards they would like either cancel or, or say, oh, he forced me to do it or something like that. You know, make up an excuse basically to be like, okay, they didn't really want it anymore. And he shares this like, mental shift just this unique moment where he's and it's it's one of those moments where like it's a huge life-changing event for him but it's just like the weirdest thing because it, it and it makes kind of no sense but he's reaching down to get this pan from his you know his set of pots and pans essentially that he's selling and when he does that the like sole of his shoe rips off and like for some reason at that moment i don't know if it was out of embarrassment or what and like the the energy in the room just shifted and inside of his mind just shifted where he's like i think it was i don't know if it's because it was like an embarrassing moment or he felt like he didn't it wasn't where he necessarily wanted to be but he was in the room with these ladies who were like not about buying the pots and pans originally he and the event he got his foot through the door and his soul ripped and he's he's holding the pot and he's like he has this realization of this moment he's like i just felt like something was eminent like emitting from him and what he describes as like this love that just kind of filled the room and changed the whole entire atmosphere because he found the love for what he was doing and selling this pot and for whatever reason his soul ripping or the soul of his shoe ripping triggered that he I don't remember if he describes why or not, but after that, he just tried to reproduce that as much as he could to keep that going as much as he could. This like emotional change when you walk into a room, we've all been around people that are like that. Like they just walk into a room. You don't even know they're there necessarily, but the energy is different. Right. And he kind of describes it as that. And he just has such love for this like stupid pots and pans set that he was selling, but it was changing people's lives because he knew that it was a great product and that he wanted people to experience it. He, he basically like says that's like his success. Like he had a few moments in his life beforehand that led to that, but, but that was really that defining moment. And, um, and after I read that part, that's when I messaged you or I sent you a voice message and I was like, Hey, like, I'm committing to basically like this visualization for the office and like just that 
trying to emit that emotional experience, that energy that I wanted to feel. And it just, it changed everything. You know, the, the office, our office, it's, um, it just was like having up and down months, up and down months, up and down months. And since then it's been just so consistent in its growth. And it's just been so cool to see that little tiny shift of mentality. Um, and it just, it's production. And I think it allowed me to take in the 75 hard seat, just, just loving the process. And it's very easy to think about when you go out to those outdoor workouts and you're like, this freaking sucks. Why did I agree to do this? And, and then I just fell in love with it. And to the point where it's like, at, by like day 65 or 60, I think I sent you a voice message. I was like, I already did my outdoor workout, but I'm kind of like, I want to do it again, you know, like, and it was raining and stuff like that. Like, it's not a good time. Um, but that was kind of like a life-changing moment for me in, in that capacity and something that I know that I'll take away from this experience of 75 hard um, as like a, just a game changer is emitting that love type of mentality and taking that wherever I go to change the energy in whatever I do, whether it's oh, adjustments, business, 75 hard, family time, you know, and just utilizing that. So I love that. Dude, I got to get yeah. that book. That's like, yeah, kind of hard to find. Yeah, it, I heard that. I got mine off of Amazon. Um, it, every now and then it'll have it, but then every now and then it'll be sold out and stuff. So, yeah, it's just it's, crazy. Uh, like, you know, for like Life University, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Y'all don't got like the production rights to this book. Like, this is, right. this is your guy, <laughs> you know? Like, right. Like, can you imagine Palmer like having all his books and be like, "Oh, sorry, we're just we're not printing them." I'm like, yeah, there's no freaking way, dude. Yeah, I I, I had that same thought, dude. And I don't know if it's like a rights thing or not, but highly suggest anybody go out and get that in the Alchemist and just, you know, the reading was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, because you sure. knew you were able to learn. You're able to soak in just things that to keep you motivated during that time period those little tidbits um that's one of the things that i like most yeah man uh, perspective is huge so it's a it's a cool perspective shift you know reading books like that right so i mean truly it's all about your perspective on not just 75 hard but like you know the time that we got here so if it's 200 year lifestyle you know what are you doing with your 200 years you know what you got going on with it are we making yeah. it happen or not you know i gotta get a t-shirt of that man my 200 year lifestyle for sure <laughs> get some merch bro go. yes bro um, um i did kind of want to touch on so you know planning on doing completing live hard this year mm -hmm. do you have any intentions set right now with with your live hard uh approach like the specificities are just like my mentality yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, if not, that's cool. I'm just curious. No, I think diet wise, I really like the no sugar, no no sweeteners. I, I like that. Um, at least one of them, I want to do straight carnivore. For I'd sure. That'd be trying that. I feel like that'd be really cool to kind of try that out. That might be more of a phase two than a phase one. Yeah. Um, liver king shit three. oh dude if i could get some liver king stuff going that'd be sweet bro get <laughs> oh, absolutely man. yammed 
Dude, yeah. Your beard grown out, Gates? Look like yeah, Kratos. I don't know. Maybe that'll have to be 75 hard next time. <laughs> it's going to be too hot with the phases coming up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The Liver King's beard is wild. It is a little wild, wild thing. He's a, he needs to trim it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that dude's taking primal to a whole other level. He is. I think other than that, my intention would be because um, with 75 hard, you do have like, um, it's harder to find family time, I'd say. For sure. For sure. Um, that's probably one of my, the things that I dislike about it. It's a byproduct, you know, yeah. but whenever I do it, I, I let Chantal know. And I mean, like she, she knows that I function better with it and stuff too, but yeah. So I think these next couple rounds, what I want to do is really focus on actually getting up earlier and just knocking those out, um, mm. a couple things out as soon as I can, especially with with phase one, the addition. So if you guys don't know, parts of live hard, like you you end up adding some stuff in when you go through the different phases. Um, so I think with that, that's that's one thing that I really want to do is is not let it take time away from my family time, and then because it's only thirty days, it's a little bit easier to do that to make it harder you know, instead of, instead of, you know, waking up at 6am, waking up at like 4am going yeah. and doing my walks or something like that. And, and just kind of knocking that part out as, as quickly as I can. Um, I would say that's probably, that's probably number one thing that I can think of at least top right now. Yeah, man. No, that's money. You know, that you? is a byproduct. I mean, Um, you know, this next round through, I think one thing that'd be beneficial for, you know, my, not necessarily a phase as much as just like, uh, intention set around, like just moving forward. I, I want to do a better job at making sure like meal prep wise, I'm doing what I need to do, but not just doing the easy stuff, but like, you know, it's. You know, talking about me and Leilani, um, it was easy to just like, you know, make a crock pot of like buffalo chicken for the week and be good to go for like protein source. But um, I, I want to get more intentional and actually like getting a little bit higher quality food in my system. Not that like it wasn't high quality, but um, I think that's how I can kind of crank it to the next level because uh, that's one area like of how? growth. I know. Yeah, like or even just like, yeah, I mean, if I'm getting more organic food, you know, mm. not that I wasn't doing that, but um, taking There's extra time. Sometimes. Well, you know, like, like chicken's one thing, but like if I can like have a little bit more like actual, you know, beef or something like that in my diet, I think that could help me take it to another level for myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> carnivore would be interesting. I've never done anything like that. Um I think that'd be a nice little change of pace. And that'd it's be, easy to stick. It's easy to stick to, you know, like in terms the of rules like, are simple. Yeah, sure. it's just me, you know, like it, it really does become that simple. And, and that's, you know, sometimes that simplicity is best when you're going through things like that. So I think that's one thing that I'd like to try. For sure. Um, um, I also really want to do. I've always wanted to do it more in the summertime. 
Because mm. these, the first time I did it, it was like, let's see, I ended like January 15th. So it was primarily in the winter, you know? Yeah. And then this other time kind of had a good mixture. It was like late August to October, which was a great time. Like I liked it. But to be honest, a lot of the weather, it only rained a few times. Like the weather wasn't that bad a lot of times. For sure. So I would kind of actually like to see maybe more in the summer where it's either like, you know, if it's hot and humid, nobody wants to go outside and do that. Or if it's a bunch. So I, I, I think that's another thing that I'd like to switch up to. Yeah, take it to the next I, level. Um, I'm right there with you. Because, I mean, generally, there were some days where it got cold and it was windy and even some days where it rained. But uh, doing an outdoor workout in the Midwest when it's yeah that ninety percent humidity, I mean that's gonna that's gonna be a, that's gonna try the body a little bit differently, you know. Yeah, it's just a different thing. I want to get a weighted vest too. I know you got one this time. I didn't have it this time. Yeah. Luckily, I had a twenty five bowling pound bowling ball to kind of push around, so that was nice. For but... sure. <laughs> um, yeah, just those different tweaks. I think just yeah. to take it to the next level, you know. Uh, is there any book that you wanted to read that you didn't get a chance to? Yes, um, I believe I wrote it down. Um, but he was on a podcast with uh, Sean Modell. You remember mm. him? Um, I think his name's like James Quick or something like that. Does that, does that ring a bell for you at all? No. Maybe not. Which, what was the podcast about? Um, I mean, I, I believe it was probably on some sort of like uh, personal development. But so what the guy's book is, it's um, how to, so it's how to speed read and also Ooh. how to like, uh, you know, learn efficiently. So basically, you know, my idea is like, if I can like really master that, I can cover a lot more ground yeah. with books, you know? Yeah. Like, um, so, you know, in my mind, if I could learn how to like truly like speed read and like, um, assimilate that, like in a, in a good way that I'm not like cheating when I'm, when I'm trying to read. Yeah. Um, bro, I'll double my pages. Like, oh, I'd yeah. love to do it. I'd love to do a 20 page version of Dude. 75 hard you know what i mean right but the, it think, always comes down to time you know you're talking about family time like we mm -hmm. only have 24 hours in a day so if that's one way that i can like you know essentially create more space for time mm. for me i i think that'd be dope so uh um, right i'll have to find it it's in my books it's in my book list. right i think that is a great option because like you said you you want to maximize time but then you also really want to get the most out of it and i think with that 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 definitely would get you the most most out of it being more efficient in different stuff i started reading doing like a whole um list of books to read afterwards yeah. and um one of them was from dr jordan burns he talked about outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill. That's one that I want to read. Mm. I'm honestly might read it beforehand. Maybe I'll do it for this phase one, actually. Um, and then the Twelve Rules of Life. I know you read that from from Peterson. I think I'd like to add that into. But yeah, you know, 
the 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 speed read one would be really good just to be because it it, it extends quick. beyond Jim Quick limitless. That's what yeah. it is. That one it extends list. beyond that. So yeah, yeah, man. Um, ultimately, though, you know, just trying to keep on manifesting a, a better future. You know, we already did. A, you know, I don't know if we talk. I don't think we talked about it on here. Well, we already made our goals for the year. We did that before twenty twenty two. Um, yeah, but my intentions are for this weekend. We got a few family things to take care of, but um, mm. I want to get my physical uh, vision board made. Yeah, absolutely. So I, can, so I can have that to just even further just keep on like putting myself in a mental space where I see myself in that environment. Yeah, I know. I need to. I need to get that done too. Actually, that's a. That's a great point because we did that vision session and I think realistically that makes a huge difference and that is part of preparation, right? Like yep. I told you and I think it helped me, especially with this second round of 75 hard was I literally just laid everything out. Like I was mm-hmm. like, these are, these are the workouts I can do. These are the the food I'm going to eat. Um, all you that actually kind of read me something too. Yeah. Um, so this this last time when I went through the, you know, like, like I said, I... I was doing weightlifting, but I think the next time I go through, I'm going to do a more strict program. Not that yeah. the program I wasn't doing wasn't strict, but like it was more so like uh, on Mondays, I'm going to do shoulders. Tuesdays, I'll do legs. Wednesday, I'm going to do chest. Thursday, I'm going to do back. Friday, I do legs again. Saturday, arms and core. Sunday, more recovery day. And like as a template, I like it. But I think this time I'm going to go more structured with how those workouts are going to be set. Um, I did not have it super, super structured. Um, like um so jim wendler he has a good pro book called 531 yeah and, and it, he's literally got probably hundreds of like different uh types of weightlifting programs oh gotcha yeah and goes through like kind of like the purpose behind that program and like who it's good for things like that that's what i'm gonna do nice um so yeah that's you remind me of that so that, that, that that's an intention i have on this next round too right and I think all those intent, I'm like, guys, it's always about taking it to the next level. How do you make it harder? How do you make yourself an, a new person and even just experiment with yourself? I think that's one of the coolest things is like, we can just experiment with what our body's capable of and seeing that and knowing that what your body's capable of, you're trying to achieve it. Cause I think too many times nowadays, people are just kind of going through life through the motions through things loving themselves for who they are when they haven't created anything in their own life you know and andy talks about that a lot you know it's it's not about loving yourself while you're sitting on the couch eating cheetos binge watching netflix every night for five hours you know loving yourself because you did the hard stuff and you put work out into the world to create yourself a legacy and put stuff together for family members after you, I think is the biggest thing. And just that's going to be a way more fulfilling life in a life you're proud of. Like I'm, I'm more proud of the fact that I did 75 hard twice than I ever will be from eating a pack of freaking Oreos, watching Netflix for, you know, a month straight without ever moving my body or anything. Like that's something that I can look back on and be like, I did it. And I want to be able to do that all 200 years of my life. 
<laughs> you know, in some alternate universe, there's a version of Gates that has himself on the wall of fame for doing that. <laughs> Eating the organism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like I think they think of like the end of dodgeball when White Goodman's is in there eating his bucket of chicken. You know, that's probably what I've looked like before in the past. Absolutely, for sure. I mean, I've got the version of me doing the same thing, man. So, <laughs> no, you're the water. Shit. You're the water kid. You're not the kid that. Hey, man! Once upon a time, I was pizza roll kid, though. Man, I'd slam a bag of pizza. Oh, rolls. pizza rolls are look fire, out! Though. Watch out! True. Okay, real talk. Uh, Have you ever had grilled pizza pizza rolls? No. Something to try over charcoal. Yeah. I mean, my pizza roll days are behind me. Uh, but it's, like worth it's worth one Bro, time. It's worth one time. I'm like an addict, man. Oh, he's getting diving. <laughs> Dude, those uh, those preservatives, bro. That's they want true. me. That they got it. They got it out for me. I, I don't know if I can have those. Oh man! When we were in undergrad, we uh. We had pizza rolls um, Damn right, over a charcoal grill for like a, it was like a, we did it multiple times. It was like a bonding. I don't remember what it was called. It was like for our, for our floor yeah. whatever, in our, in our quad. And uh, we would do that, have pizza rolls and then talk about like stuff, like all kinds of stuff. Um, but I remember having it for the first time. I was like, dang, better than in the oven. I'll tell you that much. Uh, shit, man. Better than microwave. Better than uh, oh, I've never had a microwave pizza roll. I don't think I could do that. Yeah, see, man, I, I was that's the like, pizza roll king mentality, right there. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I was a sad piece of work once upon a time. <laughs> I had no patience for an oven. Uh, one of my uh, one of my old uh, homies, he did this. I think it was last year. I'm looking at his page right now. He did a a pizza roll challenge where. I'm trying to remember. I think he ate a hundred pizza rolls. Like oh I my said, gosh! Yeah, it's just, yeah. Uh, pretty funny. It's good dude. shit. Um, but, but yeah. That's oh problem. my goodness, man! I don't know, dude. I don't know if I could do that. I don't no know. I puke. It's not a sure. very honoring food for the body, you know. No, no freaking way! Absolutely not. I've had way too much whole food in my lifetime that there's just no way. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else for we wrap up today, Brother Gates? Um, for the good fighters out there fighting the good fight. I highly suggest you guys get the book. Oh yeah, hard book. Um, because get the book and get the app. Don't chintz out. It's the book is like I don't remember how much fifteen bucks maybe. The app's like five bucks. It makes such a big difference in your ability to adhere. Because uh, I know when I didn't have that made it more difficult. The fact that I had an app this time, it honestly made my life like 10 times easier because I used to have to do it on my like note set thing, the checklist on there. So get those two things and, um, you know, don't get too caught up. I I see this a lot and maybe it's just because I'm picky and I would actually would like your thoughts on this. Mm -hmm. People get too caught up in either in the moment with when I'm doing 75 hard or afterwards in celebrating too much or and I mean so more for afterwards where then they go ham and eat like a ton of Oreos and stuff you know make this a learning moment I'm not saying you can't celebrate by going and having a beer or anything like that I'm not saying that right. it's like you know you're you're becoming a new person don't go fall back as much as you can into your old habits and then during 75 hard again look for the harder route 
I see a lot of people even on the Facebook page. I can't, I honestly, I have a hard time being on there. And again, I don't know if it's because I'm picky, but they try way too many shortcuts and way too many things. And I'm just like, dude. Yeah, I, I don't follow. Uh, they had like a Reddit page for a little bit that I, I was checking into. But bro, people are like, bro, people are like celebrating like day 18, like, which is like cool. But like, bro, there ain't nothing to celebrate. <laughs> even when you finish, like, ain't really much to celebrate. That's, I think, the message that it comes back around to. Yes. Once I was done, I'm like, all right. You know, like, I kind of want like, if there's a few things I'm going to have, yeah, sure. But, like, bro, you, like, it, you it didn't, didn't do shit. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you did you something did cool, not. but, like, you didn't, doesn't qualify you to, like, I don't know. I, I th- We just got bigger goals, bigger plans, man, that it's just, like, what's the, you know, what's your, what's your end game, what you know? Like, is your end game to do 75 hard and then, like, mm-hmm. hang your hat on that your whole life? No. Yep. It's just a yep. tool to like get you to raise the bar for yourself to get to that next level, and then that's keep doing exactly that again and is, again. Bro. That's and so, yeah, I think man. that's the the difference of mentality. Some people they think this is the only time I'm going to do it, and then yeah. when I was going through it, I'm like, this is my first of many. This is my second of however many I you know because I always want to be continuing leveling up. And I hope I hope it comes across. I hope we come across not as like douchey, but desire more for yourself, yeah. guys. <laughs> if we come across dude, oh well. Yeah, I know. Uh different That's strokes. What for different are folks. Made of. Said what? Uh so different strokes for different folks. Uh <laughs> one last like uh plug, not even a plug from uh the mission trip, but uh so this dude, his name's Time, he goes to the school at Parker. A shout out to Time if you hear this, maybe not. I don't know, I hope you do. But uh wait, double XP week. Wait, hold up. Did you grep did you rep? good fighters when you were down there at all honestly i didn't even cross my mind i'm sorry oh my gosh banned from the fight club i know bro. i know dang but, you didn't but, even tell all your homies down there about it but the thing is bro like down you there you were busy serving though so it's all right yeah well like that's what i'm saying like uh it was Different like, mentality. Whirlwind. like bro i didn't have time to even like text people like I didn't even like. Oh, bet yeah. I wasn't even on my phone. Not, not honestly. It was that was that was a lot of. Fun. That's a good like, part I, though. I was just like so immersed into like what we were doing that I didn't even think about other shit, which was cool. <laughs> um, which is like. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. I don't even no. remember what you were. <laughs> I remember what I was going to say. So, shout out to time. time. Shout out to time. Uh, double XP weekend, baby. You know, like, uh, so it is double XP, bro. When you when you hop on a seventy five hard train, because like you truly are gonna be making some big changes. That uh, that experience factor, it's gonna it's gonna be something different that uh, you're not getting your normal day to day life. It's that double XP, right? Yes, so sir. keep leveling up, and that's a good way to do it. Cash, money. He who bears his why can, or he who has his why can bear almost anyhow. Don't forget it. Get the book. Get the app. Set your plan in motion, become a new being, guys. That 75 hard experience, go after it all and the live hard program too. Do not yeah, forget man. if you want to be the best chiropractor, human being, full potential that you want to be, go after it. Y'all can do it. We believe in you. If you have any questions, hit us up for real. Right so on. with that, good fighters, we will catch you later. Love y'all. All right. And uh, one last little plug, man. Money in the bank for everybody. Uh, give us a shout out, you know, give us a follow, yes. share with somebody else if you can at the underscore good underscore fight underscore ers. You know, we'd love to hear from you because 
this fight's bigger than just Gates nine. It's bigger than just the listeners mm-hmm. we got, you know. So coming to 2022, you know, we got a lot of people that are trying to fuck shit up. Um, but we're not down with that no more. And we're standing up. We're holding that line. And uh, we're the voice for the people that uh, don't quite have that the voice list or the people that mm-hmm. uh, have been kind of walked all over, bro. And uh, yep. we're not down with it anymore. And we're not going for it. So No, sir. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, love it. Love a good podcast, man. And love y'all. Choose your destiny.